Welcome to The Cook and the Comic. I'm Kim Burns. Hello, fun. And we, of course, are sequestered in our respective kitchens because, well, that's what we have to do. That's what everybody has to do is uh, social distancing at such severe degrees. So how's it going for you, Paula? Um, so it's going okay. It is a huge adjustment. I'm sure it is for everybody. Can't lie. Um, how about for you? You know what I find the most disconcerting thing about it is uh, the constant in and out of the kitchen. So it's not just annoying that you're eating three meals a day and any sort of semblance of having a fit figure is gone. Uh, but it's that it's also the snacks. It's also just this open playing field constantly in the kitchen of people in and out. And of course, you're the person, usually the mom, um, who's doing all the cleaning. Some people are chipping in, but it's really not the same. So that's, that's my biggest gripe about this whole thing is, you know, you can only control your family so much and you can cook for them and you can take care of them, but you can't just completely shut down your kitchen unless you board up the entryway. Right, right. I mean, the cooking and the and the cleaning has been unreal, like the amount of laundry yeah. and, and all of that. And, um, you know, I thought that personally, I thought it was like, would be pretty well prepared for this because um, I kind of like to stock my kitchen anyway. I love cooking. I'm glad that I have more of my kids home to, um, to eat and to do for. But let me tell you, it's a job. <laughs> It's a, it's a job that I never signed up for. I mean, you at least call yourself a cook. I mean, this is this is so far out of um, my wheel, but you know, you learn, you learn. And I think the biggest trick is, and I wanted to talk a little bit about how you're doing with any kind of takeout. I mean, I cry myself to sleep every night wishing I had been at a restaurant earlier. <laughs> I just, I can't believe how much we took it for granted of being able to, oh, I don't know, it's so shallow, but admittedly put on something nice to wear and go sit and have a drink and go have somebody else take care of you for a couple of hours. I will never look at it the same way. I just want to, I really want to say that it's, it's amazing. And I, my heart goes out to everybody who's uh, in a difficult situation considering the restaurants are closed, but going back to the takeout, uh, that's really been hit or miss from the standpoint of one day they're open, one day they're not. What have you experienced, Paula? Um, so we we have mostly just been using our our regulars, and it's we find that people are um, pretty much open because we're, I'm not looking to do the fancy stuff. We've always been just like Piazza Chinese food, and um, actually the place where you have been doing your um, the stand up at Wellingtons, they are they are um, they're not doing delivery but they're doing takeout they have um i think it's monday tuesday wednesday specials that have been amazing yes, they do yeah yeah i know they also have they also have uh the soup shack which you really have to recommend for people it's outside on the sidewalk there's a myriad of things that you can order but their soups are really really tremendous in addition to uh, the mamaronic diner Oh. which we, we ordered from yesterday for lunch because I just thought, okay, I, I knew I had to cook dinner. I, you just have to give yourself a break. Yeah. And, you, and they're always reliable and always good. But on the Chinese front, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had gone to Red Plum and mm -hmm. they are now shuttered for everything. Oh, yeah. you, don't, you, didn't, you don't know why you have to guess the worst. Uh, but I have found it being super inconsistent. And again, it's one of those things where would I love to sit at a restaurant? Yes, but now I'm super, super grateful if I'm just not even preparing it. Right, right. But I find there's also this, um, this like takeout, like are you cleaning your 
products as they're coming in? Are you cleaning your takeout containers with, with Lysol wipes or any of that? Well, uh, we did wipe down each of the plastic containers yesterday from the diner. Uh, it wasn't a heroic measure. It was just, you know, yeah. awareness before you put it on your table. Uh, that right. kind of thing. And, um, and I spent a lot of time personally at various grocery stores. I don't know if you've been doing that, but I go in with my rubber gloves. I'm the person who doesn't have the mask on, but mm -hmm. I'm steering clear of you. So what's right. been your experience with that? Because right. there's so many variations on should you go, shouldn't you go, what should, you know, you see people sort of real backward when they see you without a mask. Yeah. Um, well, okay. it's funny because the mask recommendation just changed. I mean, all this time it was healthy people aren't supposed to wear masks, so that's fine. Right. Um, now, which I do think was really more a function of they just didn't have them. Like, I mean, our yeah. relatives in Asia, our relatives in Hong Kong are like, of course you should be wearing masks. And but, we're like, well, uh, we weren't told that. Right, right. Um, and I, I, I think it's fine. I think if you, again, have an awareness level, I mean, if it's going to be a law or something along those lines, obviously you're going to wear a mask if you're going to wherever. I mean, Stop and Shop is pretty loosey-goosey over there. It's not as crowded as, let's say, Trader Joe's. But you're waiting for a very long time outside Trader Joe's with, because they're only letting X number of people in. Right, which is smart, but I'll, I will tell you the truth. I am zero going to Trader Joe's and I'm zero going to Whole Foods and I would go to Stop and Shop before those places because it's just, I mean, and I like both of them, all of them, but I just feel like it's sort of a more manic personality. <laughs> like people who love Trader Joe's, which I like them too. If you need your Trader Joe's and you're going there, I just feel like there's a different mentality there. And I yeah, don't need no, that right that now. True. <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. Um, I, I think what it is also is that this is a, a tough time for so many people. And then when you think about food, you do think about your favorite things so you feel a little bit entitled like you know I'm suffering enough I'm gonna go to Trader Joe's I'm gonna get my favorite stuff because it's so boring I mean right. I never I mean I'm not even really a meat eater I have made corned beef I've made um, short ribs I've made I had three meatloafs one night that I made. I mean, it's like I've gone mad and slaughtered a whole small farm. And I'm thinking this is insanity, the amount of meat. And it's almost like a, a, a reaction to taking care of your family. Like, okay, here's protein, here's protein. Right. And, and stuffing it with all these boys full of meat. And I'm like, okay, you guys are not going to get corona, but you are going to get mad cow disease. Oh, I know, I know. It's so it's, true. But I think, um, so, yeah. Yeah, um, I've been getting also actually delivered just a shout out to Playland Market. They have been amazing. They have all the basics and they're here in like 15 minutes. And I also picked up an order of meat, like you're saying, from Chrisfields today. So I'm so I feel like those two places are going to get me through. Well, I do have to say that uh, yesterday being uh, April Fool's Day, someone sent me a, what looked like a very serious message from Governor Como, or should I say President Como, from America's <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> but you know, all of a sudden he's like, the, these people are swooning over Andrew Como. But anyway, it was, it was Andrew Como at a lectern and it was, it was, it was fake, but was said we are closing the liquor stores for the next 60 days <laughs> so of course they sent it to me that that's cool. hilarious yeah and actually I'm, I'm shocked that they're considered essential I mean I'm totally I'm as happy as you are but it's funny that the liquor stores have an exception for being well, essential I, I think that 
it's interesting because you have to give society a reprieve as far as you're locked in your home. I mean, I'm, you know, domestic house servant. This is what's become of me. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's not just a trite phrase. At the end of the day, you better have a reward. Right, right. And the end of the day comes sooner, day after day. Well, Five o'clock, four o'clock, getting, three o'clock. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of those messages. I, um, I saw a hilarious thing someone sent me today saying, oh, you think it's really bad right now? Wait for 20 years when all those people running the country were homeschooled by day drinkers. Just saying. Good one. <laughs> not, not that I fall in that category. So um, I'm a little bit sad about uh, the fact President Trump's little dream of Easter uh, church being opened is not going to come true. We all know it's not going to come true. Uh, it's it's a sad event for so many of us. I mean, uh, Passover begins on the 8th. I knew you were going to ask me, I, approximately. It's, it's <laughs> the 8th till the 16th. Thank and you. then, of course, Easter is on the 12th. And we're all going to sort of be missing it, except for what we create in your in our own home. So what are you going to do, Paula? You so, um, both? um, so yeah, we do celebrate both and, um, we usually celebrate Easter at American Yacht Club and we made our reservations early this year since we usually begging for a spot for at the you. last minute. So <laughs> there we go. And, um, so what they're doing, I think is, um, takeout Easter, which I'm thrilled for that. Um, and for Passover, I just purchased my brisket from Chris Fields and I'm thinking I'm going to. We're gonna, maybe we'll do a Zoom Passover with my family. Not the whole uh, thing, not the whole book, but just sure. to at least say say hi. I mean, my mom, my mom is on, on her own in Long Island, and uh, yeah. um, you know, I think she's gonna really miss that experience. Oh no, you should definitely do that. At least you yeah. can do the part of the Haggadah where your kids still do it now. Yeah, I, I mean, we've we've really done it all all these years. We have quite a shortened version, but we we've done it all these years. So I'm gonna say yes to that. Good. Well, I ordered my honey baked ham. Yes. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I ordered it last month for the 10th so that it'll be ready for the 12th. Um, but I, I, I do think it's a shame because we've always done a really big Easter celebration and it's fine. We can still do the egg hunt in the backyard or what have you. Mm -hmm. But it's a little bit like, you know, Christmas in that. I kind of like to throw a little religion in for the kids because then, I mean, now it's just, you know, Easter eggs and, you know, chocolate bunnies. And so that, that I have to say, it's kind of sad to me that we're not celebrating as a community. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, Passover is about um, the plagues, you know, anyway. So I feel like it's going to be a, just a whole, a whole new meaning to that this year. Right. Um, and I do think that there's going to be something interesting that comes out of uh, the, just the immediate family unit. You know, I know so much of us rely on the colorful characters in our family to sort of break up the monotony of the people closest to you. Correct, yeah. <laughs> and that is really missing. That's really right. Missing. No, yeah. There's, there's five in my house. There's five in your house, right? That's... Yeah, I've been oh working on this this magic act where um, if I hear anybody coming, I acquired a sixth sense of them approaching. I immediately disappear from that spot. It's amazing. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. right. It's really good. Yes, I can imagine. Well, it's just something very unnatural about this, as we all know. Uh, and you know, I I don't have any tips except that I. 
obviously try to do the dinner together every night because the rest of it seems to be a free for all. And I'm also dealing with two sixth graders who are basically being homeschooled by me, right. which is really a fright, which is really a fright. Yeah. So I do spend the mornings uh, trying to get all of that work done. Uh, do a little something for yourself in the afternoon, whatever. I planted uh, all the pansies already. I did all that because Costco's got the big tubs. Everybody oh, doesn't nice. know that. They've got the right. big tubs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're, pre, they're pre-made. Well, you know, you, you have to break them apart with your hands, but I got plenty of disposable gloves, so. <laughs> right. right, no, but yeah. you're lucky. Like, you have some, some of this stuff. Right. Um, like disposable gloves. Um, I have some of them too. And if you're really lucky about that, I'm, I'm a little worried though, because say certain things like, um, like this whole thing with the toilet paper. So I have a good amount of toilet paper for a couple of weeks, but I don't have forever. And whenever I am in a store or shopping online, it's not there, not there, not there, not there. I don't want to be hoarding it. I don't have the opportunity to hoard it anyway, but is it going to be there in two weeks from now, three weeks from now? Well, I don't um, think that that type of production is going to slow down because I do believe that anybody that can work or where it is considered a necessity, uh, those people are going to keep their jobs. They're going to keep driving trucks to stop and shop and restocking. And, you know, unless the company uh, GM or the Gap is making face masks, GM is making ventilators, um, you know, we are relegating different chores to different companies that have the ability to churn out these things. But I don't think they're going to stop manufacturing things like toilet paper. And it's not on the shelf. I haven't seen it since the last time I bought it, weeks ago. Really? It's not on the shelf. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't gotten that much, though. I really have been mainly home. So but, I think okay. you, I, you need to go over to Costco, get your pansies, get your toilet paper. Because last <laughs> time we were there, that was fine. Okay, good. Good to know. And they also, uh, it's that's a hit or miss to a Costco. They do have nice meats. It's great to support Crossfields, of course. Uh, but we did get some steaks there the other night and cooked outside and everything felt a little grand for a moment. Yeah, that's nice. It is it is nice to be able to do some, some of those things again and with a different appreciation than we did in the past. God willing, everyone stays healthy. Right. So that's that's the thing. So are you hearing anything from your neighbors, any tips that we can be helpful with or anything that we should be doing? Um, no, I find my neighborhood is, um, like, we're pretty helpful. We have, um, like, my neighborhood, we need to do some shopping for him, and I didn't, uh, my store didn't have what he needed, so I put it out on our, um, our neighborhood text, and two other women were going to the stores, and he's, he's, he's all set now. So just really the neighbors helping neighbors seems to be happening, um, here, so that's a good thing. It's hugely important, and, you know, it's interesting because, you know, you take a walk, and you want to just run to somebody like it's some <laughs> movie and you're the last people on earth <laughs> you can't right right you're just waving from afar but it's like that kind of human contact in real time has become an interesting phenomenon who, who would have thought that right right and like that little little feeling of nervousness yeah. as people are coming closer to you <laughs> Right. right. No, it's really true. Yeah. I think that the days of kiss, kiss at cocktail parties may be over for a while. Well, I think that's good because I don't know if you've noticed, but even um, American born people have started with like the double kiss or triple kiss oh, in the yeah. past year or so. So yeah. I don't know how that happened and I've been forever confused. So if we take a step back from that, I'll be happy. Well, you know, I think that it's relative because it depends on who's kissing you. I'm just saying. <laughs> And there's that. <laughs> there, there is that. So the last time we were together uh, in the studio, we were 
trying to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, which had been shut down then, just immediately following our taping, uh, which was, I think, uh, on the 12th. And then that was the 17th. And now we're already into April. What is it, the second today? The second, yep. Um, so I think we need to regroup before Mother's Day because mm-hmm. I'd like to see moms get a break from all of this, but we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I hope, hopefully by then. And, um, you know, it's funny because I feel like the days actually are going very quickly. I find mm-hmm. that the, um, or maybe it's the weeks are going quickly and the days are going slowly. Like I'm, I'm still like late for things. I'm still late for a Zoom meeting. I feel like I'm still trying to catch up. I feel like I still have like plen- plenty to, to do right now. I don't know if you feel that way. Well, I feel like it's different stuff to do because I've never, uh, I've never done this much housework in my life. But at the same time, I feel like if you really let stuff go, it makes you more depressed. Right. So right. I, my, I didn't, I haven't let my house go. I, I'm on top of the laundry. I'm doing everything I could possibly be doing. My cabinets are full of food. I know what I, and we're making for dinner tonight. Yes. Uh, there's something extremely basic about all of it, but none of it can be ignored when you're running a family. So right. that's why the day goes quickly for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we're also really lucky because if this were happening in January, it'd be so much more depressing because of the time of day that the sun sets yes. and the fact that you can sit outside on your porch and read for an hour and feel like, okay, you know, you can just relax during this. You can't go to the gym, but you can do that. So you have to switch it out and make yourself feel better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 so nice to um, that we know that the weather's just going to get better. We just have to be a little more careful with the social distancing then, because everyone's going to be out and about. That's right. Um, but so, uh, one last question I have for you is: uh, I have been taking walks with friends, and we've been very conscientious about. Uh, social distancing, but I have gone to parks, like I was down um, at uh, the ride park where the dogs run, and I was thinking about bringing my dog there, and my family's like, oh, no, no, because people were really a little bit on top of each other. I am not that person taking pictures and putting it up on your neighborhood site. Uh, I can't stand that, but I was just curious. So uh, have, have you seen some of it, or... Um, so we're regulars at the dog park, and I do think that people are trying as hard, hard as they can to, to stay apart. I think there's definitely an awareness. Um, however, what I have noticed, I've noticed it, me too with friends, like you just, you might be start out six feet apart, but if you're walking and talking, you do tend to, to yes. get closer and closer as you're talking. Um, but I think the beaches and all that, when, they, were, they were too crowded, I would say. Yeah, it's going to get, you're right, it's going to get trickier. It's going to get trickier. Well, let's get through the holidays. Uh, I just wanted to ask you one more thing about that brisket because I'd like to try it too. Are you just putting it, are you putting it in the oven or are you slow cooking that? What are you doing with it? So I put it in the oven. Um, I use like the classic unsophisticated recipe of the um, Lipton onion soup and the um, chili chili sauce. Oh, chili and, sauce, what kind yeah. of? Um, so Heinz chili sauce Okay. is the classic and then Wait, sorry, I have a visitor. <laughs> and then, um, and then, the Lipton onion soup. Right. And you mix that together, and and and, and a can of Coke. <laughs> no. And honestly, that's that's the recipe. My family really likes it, and um, you put it in the oven for as 
like at least three hours, like low and slow. And are you, um, are you delicious. covering it? Yeah, covered. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tightly, tightly covered. And then there's um, this is a phrase that I think you'll have a lot of fun with the um, the fat cap because <laughs> there's a good amount of fat on a brisket. Um, so that that's on the top. So the fat flavor cooks into the meat, and it's best to do this the day before because you want to get that meat into the fridge so you can slice off the fat cap before you feed your family. Okay, so you're cooking it the day before, and then the day of after the fat cap comes off, which I do (laughs) like, um, then what are you serving that with? So um, we normally do, um, it's called kashka varnishkas, which is a grain and little um, bow ties, and my mom usually makes that, so I guess I'll have to be giving that a try. And and then just kind of like roasted vegetables. I'm not going to... Oh, oh, potato kugel, potato kugel. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then anything, um, does that pasta, is that with a sautéed onion? Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I just said the whole wrong thing. They're they're not actually bow ties. That's a different holiday. Um, Because you can't have the pasta because you can't have the flour. So, right. I was got confused. So I thought it's a little round things. What are they called? So, um, so it's, it's, it's like, it's like a, um, it's like a barley. It's, it's a, it's a grain similar to a barley. Okay. Um, but the pasta things we actually cannot have, and you can't have flour in your desserts either, but I have some really good recipes um, for, for non, non-flour brownies and- um, I love the non-flour chocolate cake. I know, I know, it's delicious, yeah. 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 All right, well, I'm gonna so try we that. that. Yeah. I mean, I have to celebrate too. I know, you do, yeah, I love I that. it's all we I just... made. It's just, it's frightening, <laughs> it's frightening. I know. I know. Yeah, and I, you know, the thing is, is that I really try, but I also kind of don't care if they don't like it. Yeah, well, because that, <laughs> that's what's for dinner. So, it's only so much you can do, right? Right, and plus, just think of all these things, like, not everybody liked all this stuff as we were kids either, and then what happens when, when you grow up is that you're making for your own family, like, somehow it clicks eventually. <laughs> it does, eventually. <laughs> all right, Paul, so let's hope the next time we get together, we're talking about Mother's Day and how we're going to celebrate that, and the world's a better place. Okay, I agree. I agree. All right. Thank you. Okay, bye, everyone. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you.